0: Hey, this is a Hakkowadi production. Hey, everyone. My next guest is best known as the owner of Music Hall, a super successful live music venue with two locations in Lebanon and one in Dubai. He also opened B by Elefteriadis on the rooftop of the Aishti by the Sea back in 2017 in Beirut. And just this summer, he opened yet another epic nightclub, it's called The Park, and that's on the roof of Beirut's Yacht Club at Zaytuna Bay. So welcome to the men's room, Michelle.
1: Thank you. Thanks. It's,
0: it's a pleasure to meet you. So do you ever sleep?
1: <laughs> I used to sleep a lot when I was a kid. I used to love sleeping and dreaming. There was nothing else to do. It was during the war. And uh, at around the age of 30, I started sleeping less and less. So now I sleep around four to five hours per day.
0: I mean, you have so many projects going on We were just talking about um, Not only you have the ones that I mentioned in the intro Which are three music halls Well, at least two in Lebanon, one in Dubai And, and one
1: in uh, Jeddah
0: Ah, is that a new one? Yes When did that open?
1: Uh, in the spring
0: Okay So you have those And then you have B by Yes You have uh, the park, which just opened Yes And then what else?
1: And other projects uh, abroad, like I have uh, in Europe, I have uh, the Palazzo Magnani Ferroni. I had it till a few months ago.
0: Which is what? For a five hotel? years.
1: Which is a palace in the center of uh, Florence. Wow. That I sold to the Chinese. But Amazing. I'm buying uh, two others that I'm, I'm finalizing the, the deals now. Uh, I have a project in uh, Greece, it's a resort. And um, that's the, the the main ones. The others are in development. For example, the music hall of uh, Sao Paulo. We've been working on it for uh, more than a year now.
0: And is it? It's not open yet.
1: No, it's not open.
0: So that's another music hall. It's a great yes. concept, by the way. Um, is it? Is it always the same? Uh, you have multiple artists that come on every, what, f- 10, 15 that's, minutes?
1: That's the concept. Yeah. But uh, that's the format. Uh, but uh, the artists are not the same. Like, we change the artists. Some artists have been here since we opened uh, 17 years ago, like the Shahadi brothers and uh, Tony Hanna. But all the rest, they come and go. They make uh, five, six months. They go to their countries for a few months and they come back again. If they're not good, uh, they go and we don't. Uh, so call you them bring again. them here? Yes.
0: So you put them up in a hotel and all yes. that and keep them yes. here for yes. five, six months and they mm-hmm. perform, what, every night or four nights they, a week?
1: It depends on the seasons. For example, during the summer, it's uh, every night in August. Uh, in the lowest uh, period, it's minimum of uh, two to three nights. Then, for example, in the period of Christmas, it's four or five nights. Uh, it depends on uh, how many tourists we have in the country.
0: Mm. I mean, that's a lot of venues and uh, kind of hospitality projects Mm -hmm. what's driving you to keep like creating more and more
1: ambition it's kind of ambition and uh, um, I've always uh, loved the taste of uh, success so this is my my drug I do not uh, drink I do not smoke I never did drugs the only thing that gets me high is uh, the feeling of uh, success
0: Hmm. I mean, these places that you've opened—the first uh, music hall was in two thousand and two. Two, I mean, it, it's a huge success. Do you do you appreciate its success, or is it because you're always looking for the next uh, thing once you achieve it's one?
1: Uh, exactly that. Like I'm happy with something as soon as it's not uh, uh, achieved or doing well. Once it's doing well, I put new goals and I start working uh, on them.
0: And your places also are not just you know your average place. The ones I've seen, and I haven't been to all of them even in Lebanon, but, you know, I've seen pictures and stuff. They're all larger than most places and they're very dramatic. So you seem to have this flair for the dramatic that you kind of uh, recreate something from inside your mind and recreate it in these venues. Is this an approach that you apply to your everyday life as well?
1: Exactly. I always do uh, everything that is around me is done by, uh, by myself. Like I even had my car, I designed my own car that I used to... Wait, what do you mean? To drive. I I did the drawing of a car and I was going every day to a very important uh, company here that... uh, that uh, usually repairs cars. Here in Lebanon? In Lebanon. But I was doing the follow-up with um, what they call Ma'allim, the guy who who does the work. Uh I was with him all the time, and I had a crazy car that I was driving for two, three years. Was it a Bentley? It was, guess a kind of Bentley that I totally transformed.
0: How did you transform it? Like, what did you do to it? It
1: looks like um, a gangster car of the 30s with some influence of uh, the Batmobile. It was very aesthetical, okay. it was also a bit uh, of this uh, kind of fascist aesthetics because it was uh, it a um, black uh, matte uh, color mm-hmm. and the lines were very, very pure. I always liked the aesthetics of Albert Speer and uh, I do not like at all the ideology of fascism or Nazism, but I think that they had the beautiful uh, lines in uh, design and in architecture.
0: Yeah. That matte black paint, though, is it harder to keep clean? I've always wondered. It, it's, you know. No, actually, it's, uh,
1: <laughs> it's easier, especially that this one was a very high quality. It's a French brand, and it's what they call 150% uh, matte. Oh, wow. So it absorbs the light. If you put a very strong light on it, it, it disappears. Must
0: be great in summer.
1: It was uh, in summer. No, it was uh, it was hell. It's like this you can is cook good for yourself. Nordic uh, Nordic uh, countries, okay. probably in Sweden or. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was okay. We had a very strong uh, AC.
0: And uh, what what uh, what are you driving now?
1: Now I'm moving mainly with uh, uh, Uber, mm-hmm. and uh, with the shitty cars of the company like this. The car I came with now. We is... We don't want to uh, insult anyone. No, no, but this car—no, I'm not gonna call it uh, the brand, but it had uh, <laughs> it has a awful smell, and they told me that uh, they were taking food from the central kitchen to uh, the the bee, uh-huh. and the sauce uh, went on the floor, and it smelled really awful. So, but but you're okay car. with that? I'm okay. I'm I went I'm went from an extreme to the other. Yeah, like how I did used. that happen? Because uh,
0: because I mean, I, I, when I told people that you were coming today. That's how people know you. They know you as a very eccentric, opinionated character who used to drive a crazy mm. car, dressed dress in a uh, theatrical way. And, you know, you used to call yourself the emperor. Mm. You even invented a country, right? Noweristan. Yes,
1: and it had more than 1,200,000 uh, citizens. I mean, what is and
0: that? What, what is this country that you invented?
1: Uh, it's a country that had answers to all the problems that countries are facing. And uh, and it was uh, it was working, but I gave up. I am not. I did not give up. I abdicated uh, five six years ago. Five six, six years ago, I don't know what happened, and I decided to to become citizen lambda, like very um, lambda is a Greek word. Okay. It's uh, when you are uh, like everybody, mm-hmm. like to become uh, a boring person
0: boring person mm. hardly I wouldn't say that no, but I, I know became, what you mean I became,
1: like I'm boring now yeah like my lifestyle my lifestyle is very boring how I, so
0: what do you mean you're I running like all these crazy places how no, can but it be I boring it, it's
1: not uh, it's not um, interesting I mean it's not uh, I'm seated in my place I run it by the phone mm-hmm. it's um I became uh, dull and boring why I don't know. I, I took the decision. I'm not like uh, complaining or like I'm sad. I'm happy like that. So what I, do you, how I, do you get I fun? Eat, I eat almost the same food. What do you eat? Every day. The salad. At, I cannot give the name. Maybe it would be advertising. But I eat the same salad at the same with place every day. What kind of salad day. is it? Quinoa kale.
0: Ah, yeah. That's my favorite with too. With chicken.
1: Wait, is that taro <laughs> No, it's Bartartin. Oh, I love Bartartin.
0: They have the best so salad.
1: and I uh, so sometimes when I want, Quinoa celebration. When I, yes, quinoa <laughs> celebration. Yeah, that's how it's called. Yeah. And when I want to make it uh, to change, I replace chicken by uh, halloumi cheese. Yeah. And I sit at the same table, and I tell them I want I al Ajibe, the magical coffee. They know how to make it for me. Okay. And I eat and I drink the same thing every day. Hmm. And I put white shirts all the time. Hmm. So I don't know what happened. I mean, uh, but I'm happy like that. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow or uh, one day I will go mm-hmm. back to other things to being more uh, less. Uh, what
0: did you What did you used to do for fun, and what do you do for fun now? Like, I mean, I understand that you have a a routine and you're like taking pleasure out of the, the mm. predictability of this routine, but yes. you don't, you don't, uh, have any like vices or things that you like to do, um, when you have time or do you take vacations?
1: I don't take vacations.
0: Go to the beach.
1: No, I don't take vacations. I don't, uh, I used to, I mean, I used to do a lot of things. Now it's, uh, very minimalistic. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, I, I don't, I start even not being uh, very tolerant to people who have uh, extravagant looks. Mm. I don't know how to explain that. But uh, like uh, if I see someone who looks like I used to look like uh, I would, uh, I would like. it punch will, them? Maybe not punch them, <laughs> but I would not look at them, you know, but yeah. they will uh, hit on my nerves. hmm
0: it's interesting, but maybe it's like, uh, you know, it's like if you eat too much and then you're full and it's like, I never want to eat again. Is it maybe, like, maybe yeah. that kind of it thing? Maybe. It could be that. It could yeah. be that. I mean, there's... it's
1: material for uh, mm-hmm. psychologists and yeah, psychotherapists and things. I do not analyze a lot. I always worked by um, what I feel like doing and what I don't like feel like doing. Like I never did feasibility studies for my project. I never mm. did anything interesting. That, uh, to please anyone. When I started the musical, my brother went and because I asked him to put some money with me, he went and asked a company that uh, does uh, feasibility study. They told him it could never be feasible. Which one was that? I don't remember. If, uh,
0: they said it couldn't. It wouldn't mm, work.
1: Mm, and it was a return on investment wow. in few months, I think. So, Amazing. So uh, this is why I I only trust uh, my ideas, and um, even when something does not work, it's not very dramatic for yeah. me. Like. Um,
0: Does that ever happen?
1: No, actually. All my projects did well.
0: That's amazing. Mm. It's interesting.
1: I relaunched, for example, the festival, the Biblos Festival Hmm. uh, in 99. It had that. Relaunched
0: or launched?
1: I launched. It it used to exist before the war. Okay. Then they tried to do something and they had debts and they had problems. I moved the stage from inside the citadel to the sea where it is now. Yeah. Uh, everybody was against in the city. And I the festival started doing very, very, very well till 2003. Mm-hmm. I was making a lot of money. Then they took it from me by force.
0: What do you mean by force?
1: They threatened me. There was a minister uh they they bullied me and they told me that uh, I don't know with whom I am messing and things like that. And at that time, but what was, what was the problem? They wanted to take it back because it was generating money.
0: Ah, oh, I see.
1: Mm.
0: Who was taking the profits? Is I it was supposed to be owned? taking
1: the profit because I covered the debts that were half a million. Okay. Uh, of U.S. Um, and then uh, they took it once it worked so it's like you planting a tree taking care of it and once it starts giving fruit someone comes uh, mm-hmm. tell you uh, go away we will take the fruits so uh, this is what they did i paid all the debts of the festival i prepared everything and they uh, they took it from me but i've had this many times in uh, in uh, lebanon especially at that time that uh, politically i was considered as uh, as someone uh, vulnerable how do you say vulnerable uh, not uh, not strong because uh, you
0: were not affiliated with one of the n-
1: yes at that time i was uh, i'm saying about before 2005 i was honest okay. like i was honest oh. at the time where where no one was uh, mm-hmm. uh, being able to say that and okay. I could say it i was saying it everywhere and everybody knew it So each time I had the problem, my enemies were bringing up this and threatening me to use it against me.
0: Okay. Well, I'm sure, yeah, I mean, they play dirty games. Mm. But back to the festival, by the way, those guys are tough. Like this, you heard about Mashua Leila, right? Yes. Not too long ago, they were supposed to perform. And then they ended up getting into like this huge mess because they had a post on their Facebook page of uh, Madonna as the Virgin Mary, which apparently was hugely offensive. Mm. Um, what, what did you think about that? Uh,
1: the Oriole Jour called me to, to give my opinion. They want me to write something. I did not enter this because I, I don't consider Mashrou Leila to be great, uh, great art. I mean, I don't like the way uh, uh, he sings, but I, I also do not like uh, the way the others uh, reacted. So I did not have to enter between defending someone I don't like and and all these debates, I'm a bit fed up of it because I feel that uh, we're not living in the 21st century anymore here. Every year we go back like five, six years back. So consider the last 30, 40 years, we are back like uh, 200 years uh, we are in the eighteenth century.
0: So, do you think that's true mostly of Lebanon, or would you apply that to some of the other countries in the region?
1: All, all the region. The region is a, a disaster, a total disaster.
0: Like, what are the what are the things that really, um, take you off?
1: Mm, nothing. Nothing is working. I mean, really, nothing is working. Like. Uh, when you see the mentality of the kids everywhere, you, you, you go in the plane or you are somewhere and there are kids and the, even the kids are not... Uh, you don't feel like uh, hugging a kid. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. The way people are being brought up, the the entire culture, the um, there's a big problem. Do you the think problem it has to is do... not political, mm-hmm. it's not economical, it's, not, it's a cultural problem. What we really need is a cultural revolution.
0: Do you think it has to do with this whole materialism thing that you're kind of uh, rejecting in your own life?
1: Actually, even before, what the people did not understand that all my, um, my show-off uh, thing, it was a masquerade. It was a, a way to denounce it. So I went to an extreme where it became ridiculous, and I was conscious of it. That's what the French call uh, second degree, mm-hmm. is when you do something knowing that it's not what it is like that's a school of uh, paranoia critique that uh, salvador dali developed and that i was applying in my... but even this i did not understand mm. like uh, but it's not like i'm positioning myself as a as a victim I, I hate that i'm doing very well i have a lot of money and i'm having fun having fun not doing anything eating
0: salads <laughs> eating salads <laughs> yeah and
1: it's great i mean the the idea of Every day repeating the same thing is really very nice mm. in everything. You know, the same positions, not, not to enter the details, the same food, the same drinks, the same, the same, the same, the same shirts. its uh, It can be very interesting. Till when, I don't know.
0: Mm. So this country of Nowaristan that you came up with, um, what were some of the main uh, principles of it?
1: The idea was uh, there was an economical side of it that was very, very important to to explain how the economy should be in the world. There was culture also, how kids should be... Uh, how should kids be raised? Up. Mm.
0: What, how should kids be raised? You're commenting on the kids that mm-hmm. are... You see kids on the plane. I, I know what you're talking about. They're just very entitled. Children these days are entitled. They don't really respect adults.
1: I love discipline in bringing mm. up uh, kids... The kids should know that he's not, uh, he's not a king, uh, should, could, kids should not be spoiled, kids should learn to, to respect. Uh, actually, it was a mix of different things. Nowaristan was a, 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 an eclectic blend of all the cultures that, uh, that have been on this earth.
0: Do people still apply to be citizens?
1: A lot uh, apply. We have uh, a lady called Tina Bauer in uh, Switzerland. She's German-Swiss. Yeah. And she is in charge of uh, making the database where she asks the name, the number, all the things. Yeah. Where she refuses people who want to register as uh, Mickey Mouse, for example, or Mm -hmm. Donald Duck. And uh, she checks randomly. (laughs) Do
0: people actually do that?
1: A lot of people, just for the fun, they put like Donald Duck. That's original. Mm. So she makes sure that it's real name with real addresses. And uh, she sent them a newsletter with all the things that could interest someone who's interested in the idea of Novalistan. Who puts together that newsletter? Is it you? No, No? there's a committee. There are people. Actually, from the beginning, uh, it started organizing itself, the Novalistan. And this is what I wanted. I never wanted the emperor. Uh, my name was Michel the first and last of Noristan. Mm-hmm. There was—it's uh, the uh, constitution does not allow any successor, and I could be sent to jail if I wanted to keep the power. So I have just to start it, and then it's a senate of elders who would uh, be running it. Interesting. Hmm.
0: Very interesting. So I so anyone can apply.
1: Yes, there's no there's yeah, no like there's criteria there's aside, besides not they being put, Mickey Mouse. They, yes, they, they <laughs> fill a, a formula. Actually, uh, Kofi Annan had sent me uh, someone to uh, represent him at the launching of Nowruz. Uh, it was Ger Pedersen who is now the personal representative of uh, Guterres, the Secretary General in Syria. Okay, so yeah. So it was
0: a pretty the, serious uh, big deal back no, no, then. It,
1: it was very interesting, but uh, I always mix uh, serious was not serious, yeah. interesting was uh, not interesting, intelligent was stupid. I like to mix uh, Contrast. things. Contrast.
0: Mm. So do you have any kids? I have kids. How many?
1: Mm. Uh, two. How old are they? 18 and uh, 17. Okay. But I never... Uh, that's the first time I ever mentioned. I, actually, this is the first interview in the last four years.
0: I really feel privileged. Thank you. I don't
1: know why, but I told Tina last minute uh, to... That's
0: amazing. Um, I'm, I'm happy you're here. Where did you grow up? And like, tell me about your childhood. Did you grow up here in Beirut? Because you're half Greek, no, right?
1: I, I have. Uh, yes, I was brought up in Kisruane. Okay,
0: in that's in Lebanon. Between
1: Junye, yes, mm-hmm. Junye, and uh, you're not Lebanese.
0: I'm not Lebanese, and, uh, you know, ah. a lot of our listeners actually are in uh, across the Middle East. Ah, okay. So, so they don't know, they're like me, they don't know ah. where Keserwan is.
1: Okay. Keserwan is where the Casino du Liban is. And I was brought uh, between a house uh, near the sea and another in the mountain in a village called Ajaltoun, because that's where my mother is uh, from and uh, it was during the war uh, if you if there was a camera filming my childhood it, it was awful because there was war and everything and we had problems and we but in my head so the camera would see dramatic uh, situation with the shellings and uh, all all the things of not going to school for uh, mm. months but in my head it was very nice because i had my corner in the shelter And uh, I was there dreaming of things, imagining things. So I was flying and traveling with my uh, imagination. And uh, I did not have to, I think that uh, school, the system of scholarship is very bad. It formats kids, it makes them, it puts uh, their minds and their imagination in cages. Mm. I did not have all that. So what was a disaster turned out to be a blessing for it's me. It's kind
0: of what you do with your venues. You create these kind of utopias within. You know,
1: exactly. Yeah. Actually, when I did the the uh, the waterfront uh, music hall, mm-hmm. I surrounded it with containers, and uh, because it was uh, in 2011, and that's when Daesh started. So everybody told me you're opening a venue, and Daesh is uh, not far from here. I said, I'm going to protect the venue with containers and I'm going to make inside a kind of uh, bunker, open air bunker, where I will have culture and uh, music and everything. And uh, because in my mind, the containers, uh, that's what they used to put on the green line in Beirut to separate mm-hmm. East Beirut from West Beirut. They were containers. Are they like
0: bulletproof or something?
1: No, no, these are no. But what, uh, what they used to do is to fill the, fill the containers with uh, sand. sand. Yes. That how is that we, they become proof? sand is bulletproof. Yeah. yes. but you didn't
0: do that with your containers. No, no,
1: with my containers no. With my containers it just just for the aesthetics. Yeah. Uh, I did not think that uh, people are actually going to party while surrounded by dash. No? Yeah, but actually we had for a while few snipers on the top of the containers. At the time when uh, there was uh, suicide bombers in mm-hmm. Beirut. Oh really? So I put some snipers, and I uh, they were uh, all ex. Uh, uh, Lebanese army, and uh, they had the orders to to shoot if someone is, uh, if, you, if you had uh, what they call Inghimasi in Arabic, it's a suicide bomber who goes in the crowd.
0: But so, at what point would, did you tell them to shoot? I mean, did you have a system well, they where had, they had to, pa- the car that would drive by had to stop by security? Like, was there yeah, a They checkpoint? had,
1: they had uh, checkpoints at the entrance with the machine uh, the stupid antenna because yeah, it seems that it does not work. But it's uh, they're still using them. At malls. There are some who work, but the one who works are out of price, and they are used uh, in the Pentagon. In uh, the ones what that we got here are uh, not uh, not. They really don't do efficient. anything, right? Mm. Yes, but they are psychologically. It's uh, if the guy uh, who is in the yeah. car has something, uh, he will get uh, nervous, and yeah. uh, he will. You can, if if the guy on the checkpoint is smart, he can see that the guy is getting nervous. Yeah. It can help.
0: Maybe. Probably mm. not. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Probably mm. not. Those things look pretty useless. Mm. Wow, that's serious business. What are you working on now? Besides that, you have a, a um, music hall opening in Brazil? Yes. In Sao Paulo? Sao Paulo.
1: Sao Paulo and uh, there is
0: um, how many seats are these places because the, I know the ones in the, Lebanon are huge
1: the one yes the one in Sao Paulo is going to be 800 yeah I'm working on two other but it's a project there's in in Greece one that would be around 500 in Beograd in Belgrade uh, there's one in downtown of Belgrade that will be 400, 500 that's an
0: interesting place why Belgrade?
1: I was in... I discovered Belgrade in 99.
0: Okay.
1: I was... Uh, music Hall was not born yet. I had the Festival of Bibros and I had a place called Amor y Libertad.
0: Okay. What was that?
1: A place dedicated to Cuban culture. Yeah, uh, you like you like Cuban club. music. Yes. I lived in Cuba two years. In
0: Haninil Son in Cubano. Cubano yes. That was actually... I used to listen to that album all the time. Ah. I had no idea it was you. Mm-hmm. It's a great music. Mm-hmm. Love it. Anyways.
1: So... Uh, I, in 99, I was a bit uh, bored. I, went, uh, I heard that they're going to bomb uh, Belgrade, that the NATO is going to bomb Belgrade. I went to the embassy that was not far from here. It was in Sanaya. And I saw the ambassador, Durovic. And I told him that I want a visa. He told me, you're crazy, they're going to bomb. So I went uh, there on the last flight of Fiat. After that, they started bombing. There was no flights. And I was with the Serbs on the bridges. They were each time that uh, they knew that the bridges are gonna bomb. The population were going and standing on the wow, bridges not that's to have tough, tough so, people. So it was. Uh, I was uh, there for a few months. I loved it, and you I loved you love
0: standing on bridges and and wondering if yes, the bomb was there, gonna hit you.
1: There was good vibes in the yeah. in the crowds and everything. It was. Uh, so I decided that one day I will do something uh, here, and uh, now I found uh, a cinema. A oh. beautiful old cinema yeah. in the downtown of Belgrade. So we'll start preparing the project Will open in one year and a half, two years.
0: Fantastic. And then you 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 have uh, you talking about some hotels in uh, Greece and uh, Italy. In
1: Greece, it's a resort. Okay. So that will be by the sea. What is it called? Uh, I still don't have the name. Okay. I have the name, but it's not registered, so. You don't I, want to mention I, it. I, I'll keep it for myself. Yeah. It's eleven thousand square meters by the sea. Wow. Where? Where in be, Greece? It's uh, not far from uh, Lutraki. It's uh, forty-five minutes from Athens.
0: 45 minutes by boat? Is it an no, island?
1: Uh, no, it's on um, the main mainland. mainland. Uh, that's the advantage of it. You will have the experience of the islands, but you will not have to take the ferry. Mm. And it's from the airport. It's 35 minutes from Athens. It's uh, 45. Uh, and there's a cinema in downtown Athens that will be a music hall. Wow. Mm.
0: You're like the McDonald's of live music venues, yeah of entertainment <laughs> of escapism <laughs> uh-huh. so your dad was greek yes so you you said earlier you speak a lot of languages right yes how many languages do you speak
1: oh, five six seven something like that which ones uh french yeah uh, spanish uh italian english arabic Romani, the language of the Gypsies, because I I worked a lot with the Gypsies and I found that the best way to deal with them is to learn their here? language. Uh, here and abroad, I okay. worked a lot with uh, with uh, Gypsies from Yugoslavia, and I had a band. I still have it uh, that recorded a lot of albums called the Yugoslavian Gypsy Brass Band. And I also speak some uh, some Greek and mm. uh, just a bit of uh, Russian.
0: Wow. So you complain a lot about the Middle East, you complain about Lebanon. Are there other places where you'd rather be living or are they better off than here?
1: Well, the problem here is uh, no one is happy. Yeah, Here they like to say in Arabic, mahaddam absout. And it's uh, it, become, it became a reality that uh, the very rich are not happy, the poor are not happy, the the hippies are not happy, the people working at the bank are not happy, the losers are not happy, the successful are not happy. So there is a problem of happiness in this country. And I'm fed up a bit of this. While you go sometimes to some very poor countries like uh, Cuba or sometimes in Africa, in a lot of countries where people are happy. Um, If you go to Italy, if you have... uh, if you have some money and if you can live uh, well in Italy, you can be very happy. The food is amazing. The coffee is great. Uh, people are very well dressed. Uh, it's nice. You it, think
0: people are happier there? Yes. Yeah, but yeah. you're staying here for now. I owe
1: this to the people who... I got some friends uh, to join me in the early 90s to do a few maybe stupid things i don't know but uh, some of them got killed and uh,
0: what are you talking about here
1: yes okay uh, mur unified movements of the resistance okay so i had some friends who were killed and uh, i think that uh, i mm, towards their parents and myself i cannot like drop it here and say now I have money and uh, fuck here. I'm I'm going elsewhere and live uh, live elsewhere. It will be betraying uh, their memory, and it will be not nice to their uh, parents. So that's why I force myself to at least stay a few months per year here and to sometimes try to do to do things. It's kind of a, a way to escape my my guilt that I already have. But I think that if I I go and I forget about them, guilt will uh, will grow bigger, Mm. much bigger.
0: You're a loyal person.
1: Mm. I always was.
0: Well, it was great to have you. Thank you. That's it. Thanks for listening. You can check out all of the episodes of The Men's Room on hakawadi.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there. And you can also follow us on Instagram. Peace out.